0: Hi and welcome to episode 144 of Extreme PC UK Podcast. I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK Everywhere. And today on the show we have... Gamer 25 I'm here, I'm always here.
1: I am Megal from Hell.
0: And I'm Claxon. Hi, how is everybody today? How is everybody in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> how was that intro? Did you all like that intro? Ooh. It was very professional. Oh, God. <laughs> and if you <laughs> if you was here to see it, you'll know why. If not, you need to go back and watch Twitch because that was a right old palaver. (laughs) Right, how is everybody? It's good to see everybody in here. I can't believe how many people are in here. There's 31 people in here and it's probably the worst ever intro we've ever done on the stream. (laughs) Um, But it was quite funny. Um, Cheers for all the bits and cheers for everybody that's come in and they've sent uh, subs in and stuff like that. Um, It's going to be a good show, I feel. Even though, I've got to be honest, I've got a confession to make. I'm so addicted to elite dangerous that i haven't played oh, anything i haven't done anything that, i've literally so bizarre, though. i've done 190 hours in two weeks on elite that is Oof. a lot that, that is a lot Wow, i've done a bunch of that it's gonna be even much.
1: more funny if you go back like a month or two and listen to a podcast then
0: yeah, it's gonna be even more funny you need to move your mic just a little bit away hands because you're a bit uh huffy puffy on that mic there we go um yeah that's cool um but yeah I, i'm well addicted i've gone down a rabbit hole and i'm stuck and you lot you lot can't deny, you you can't deny that you've done the same thing. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm closing out. Four,
2: fourteen out, fourteen hundred. I like, hours <laughs> I like
0: the way Klaxon's like. I dabbled. He was like, I when I, was... I go back to work, I'm not going to be on this computer anymore. So it's nice knowing you, boys. And then he slowly <laughs> snuck back in, over and over again. Very. And, then, and then he got on the podcast somehow, but he he was he was going away. Yeah. But anyway it's a slippery slope right yeah he's a very oh, slippery slope think... next thing you know your missus has kicked you out you're on your own you've got no computer she's put her foot for it
3: yeah i'm <laughs> waiting for that i'm kind of prepared
0: mentally <laughs> mentally for your computer <laughs> to be broken yeah. in front of you iris guardian not cheers prepared for stuff, that dude appreciate that man um right let's get into it so um the first thing i wanted to uh, talk about just quickly is it's getting to near the end of the road for scooby's pc build um now scooby's mm. not on today but he's actually been doing live streams over the last couple of days, building the computer. Um, this is the Elite themed PC. Um, he's going to be giving that away to one lucky winner in our Discord. It will be sometime at the end of the month. Um, but I'm going to leave that down to him. Um, we'll have a chat about it and then everybody gets updated as it happens. So don't worry, you won't. it won't just disappear and be like, oh, we gave it to someone. It'll all be announced, everything will be going on. But all you've got to do, if anybody wants to win um, an Elite themed PC, all you've got to do is get into our Discord. Um, go into the Scooby room and say um, hello, or I like the PC, or whatever, whatever you want. Um, go back over it. You can see the whole history in there of what he's done to it. Um, and if you're lucky and you get this soon, you'll be able to watch him do a few more live streams on it, I should think. Um, but yeah, it's coming together. It's crazy. Um, and it's all funded by Scooby. He's going to be sending it off. It's all going to be done by Scooby. Um, so Scooby, I want to say a massive shout out to you, dude. And thanks for like all your time and effort you've put into this uh, because it has been a crazy build. And some lucky bastard's going to get it. And we're all exempt. We can't do it.
2: I'm just curious. Can you archive like whole chats in Discord? The reason I was asking that is because his is so good from beginning to end. Mm. It'd be great to just, you know, keep it for posterity so we know like what went on with the whole computer.
0: I'm sure you probably could do something like that.
2: I think we should look into it. There's a way. I
0: am surprised will figure Ray, it out. Copy I'm and paste. Whole
3: not been um, documenting it already in an Excel spreadsheet.
2: I, I tried, but it's too big.
4: <laughs> he
0: could also do it in a YouTube video. He likes to link those. So. Yeah, to anyone yeah. that doesn't know, anything we do in life, Grey uh, uh, categorizes it and he puts it into different folders and he prints it out. And the funniest one of all time that I have to talk about is Elite Dangerous. The funny pirate names. So when you're playing, you come across funny pirate names. And what we do is we normally just like take a screenshot and we put it in the funny pirate names thing. But then Grey took it to the next universal level where he's to. actually got a spreadsheet of all the names he's collecting how many you got
4: oh uh,
2: now it's going on i think 120
0: 120 I, names but
2: here's the thing though i started it out innocently figuring like how many could there be like 20 or 30 i mean you know so i started it when it was only like 30 and then all of a sudden it just keeps growing and now it's out of control
0: um <laughs> shell says you should release it as a book we could do yeah, that really you know? we could make a one-off we could i'll I tell you what that's not a bad idea we could do a one-off um, magazine about the the progress of that computer. Um, I can speak to Jansen about it and speak to Scooby about it and see what people think. Yeah, because I
2: think sh- we, we have to preserve it somehow. There's too much good stuff in there not to. We
0: could preserve it by him sending me the PC and I'll just keep it here. <laughs> there so you I'll go. Preserve the whole <laughs> what thing. You wish, exam- um, boss man JC. Cheers for giving your wife a uh, gifted sub. Thank you. It's all good. I- I-
2: so Shell says that I remind her of Frank from Vicar of Dibley.
4: <laughs> that, um,
0: who's that? Do you know what? It's funny you say that. The Vicar of Dibley, um, it's a UK TV show. Um, okay. And it's in like this little, I like really nice little town. Uh, it's actually not far from my house. And that's where I actually go walking. I take the kids there and walk around the whole of the little Dibley village. You can see the church and all the buildings. And it's actually a real working little village. It's not like a set or anything. It's... It's like 10 houses, which is pretty good. Cool. But this is where you
2: see Frank wow, and he looks like crazy me. Crazy
0: man. Mutiny. <laughs> Cheers for that uh, gifted one tier sub. And it's gone to McCraw. Nice. Cheers for that, dude.
2: Uh, does he know it or is he still, you know, playing Elite?
0: They, they, they probably, <laughs> I know they're all playing Elite. There's like, Elite's gone mental. Like, there's so yeah, many people playing Elite up, every huh? day. We've got teams of four people and we have having a few teams at a time playing. Um, And the other thing is my stream's gone really big as well. Like, I've been getting, like, 50 people into my stream uh, playing Elite, which is crazy because I've awesome. spent five years just playing on my own. Like, I met Shell. Shell, remember when we met? I was just playing, um, what was it, the theme park? What was that theme park game called? Um, theme park? Remember. Sorry? Yeah, theme park. Oh, well, no, well, not tycoon. that long ago. It wasn't theme park. It was one like <laughs> it. Uh,
2: the, the tycoon, uh, whatever it, it was.
0: Called? Rollergrocer tycoon. No.
2: Roller tycoon. Well, yeah, newer than that. Oh, okay
0: planet oh, coaster, planet, coaster that's it. it
2: planet yeah. coaster
0: yeah planet coaster and i was like just middle of the night playing on my own one person in my stream and i was just putting me a little swimming pool down and me lights and then and then shell came in and that's how we met and she started chatting and then she's been here ever since shame you're not on the podcast yeah. but getting people calling out for you to be back yeah. on the podcast well, one
1: um, one thing there though nick we we said that to you months ago when
0: you were playing another game we're not gonna name it but uh yeah Side <laughs> of bob cheers for them bits dude um, right, let's get into this anyway because we've, um, we've got a couple of things to talk about and if anyone's got anything they would like us to talk about, doesn't matter what it is, just say it in the chat and we'll get talking about it. Um, we're up for talking about anything, uh, it's always all good to talk. Um, and as with the PC um, from Scooby's getting, just make sure you get into our Discord and you go in the Scooby room drop a message and that's all you need to do um, and that's cool. Right, let's get into some news. Great, what news have you got, mate? <laughs>
2: The Game Awards have come out apparently, and there's some nominees for uh, best game, obviously, of the year. And uh, apparently, Psychonauts Two, uh, It Takes Two, is uh, some nominated. Hold Death on, Loop has been nominated.
0: 2, best game.
2: Psychonauts Two just came out, actually. It's uh, been nominated. It's not best game. Nominated. Yet. Didn't win yet. Didn't win yet. <laughs> uh, Death Loop is uh, also been nominated, and supposedly they're saying that one's going to be the one that's going to win. The amazing thing is the amount of categories they have. Some of these categories, I I don't understand why they have so many. It doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, for best game, if you've played Deathloop, I know comics played a lot of it. I haven't yet. I do want to get it. They're the ones that did uh, uh, the Dishonored series, Uh, the same people that did that. So that's probably pretty good. Um, But we're not going to know the final winners until December 9th. So for some of you out there, I don't know whether you've played the games or not or ever heard of them. I don't know if our cast here has heard of them. But uh, of
3: them, but I didn't play them, so.
2: yeah, so so much for the popularity as far as the games go.
3: I've played um, Psychonauts too. I played the first one and, and that came out probably about three months ago. and I think it's on the Game Pass, that's a really solid game.
2: All right, I have to uh, ask you here's the categories you tell me whether I'm crazy. They have about let's see, six, 12, 18, 24, 30 categories. I am not. I don't understand where they get 30 categories for uh, best awards. Game of the Year, okay, which I told you before. Uh, Deathloop, it takes two, Metroid Dread, uh, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Yeah. That's, for, that's for best game, which is the one anybody ever cares about. But they have all these other ones. Best Game Direction, Best Narrative best art direction, best score in music. Let me know if you want to hear any of these. Yeah, but the thing if you is, want to know what they you've are. You've got
0: to realize they're broken down into these categories yeah. because you've got to realize when someone makes a game, could you imagine if you was the guy that was the one doing the piano on a sound clip, yeah? Oh, no, that's made okay. And some well-good sound clip. And then, like, they go, right, Psychonauts is getting the award. And then you're, it's like, a- sitting there thinking, well, I made that, but I ain't got no I, I
2: I agree with you. But for some of these things, like, best games for impact – that's a category the best game I'm, for I'm, impact
0: i'm not even sure what that means that i don't know that, either that means wait, like wait, the, here's the, the, the here. biggest the game that had the most impact on people so like why would you give an award for that yeah but i that, don't get it because they're just trying to make awards up i suppose but like yeah exactly Cyberpunk, yeah, 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 that yeah. would have had a big impact wouldn't it that made a big impact on everyone so okay here's here's another
2: one how, how about this best performance no, they mean? do they mean technical performance?
0: Do they no, mean... that's uh, for the voice actors or the motion capture. Uh, okay, well, they should remote. say
2: that then. How about best voice performance? That would make more sense. But the reason
0: they're doing this is True. because um, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but gaming is actually like massive compared to video and film nowadays. It's bigger. Yeah, it is. And so like they're seeing all the film uh, like festivals and all the, the announcements all that sort of stuff. So they're trying to bring the same kind of thing, you know?
2: All right, how about this one? This one's maybe a bit of an oxymoron. I don't know. Best mobile game? That's impossible because there is no good mobile games. So
1: (laughs) don't forget, Gray, (laughs) the mobile gaming market is the biggest game. I know, I I
2: know, I know. And have you played
1: some
0: of those games? I mean, to be fair, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a a pool game uh, where you play pool. Um, I can't remember. I think it's called something pool. Um, But every single person I know is on it. And whenever you're sitting there, that's the game that you play. And I've played probably thousands of hours and I've got all the achievements on it and everything. Um, and I don't even, I haven't played it that much. Like play it if I'm like somewhere where I'm like on camping and I've got no computer.
2: Okay, I want to throw this one at you, Nick. What is the best uh, the, the ones that were nominated for best VR or AR?
0: Best VR I mean, or AR?
2: Yeah, what would you think would be on there? There's only five that were yeah, nominated. Yeah, but is it
0: in the last year only? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, within I don't know dates for my stuff.
2: Well, I'll start out Hitman. It's gonna yeah,
0: be, going to be that, what's game it called, cool, isn't it? It's going to be that, um... Oh, what was that game from ages ago? They've redone it and they've done it only in VR. Half-Life, Alex. Half-Life, Alex.
1: That was last year. That was, yeah, was
2: last year, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I, don't know. Um, hit- I think this year should be the Walking Dead game, maybe? I'm not sure. Was it
2: this mm, year? No. Uh,
0: yeah, could, okay. it be, um, could it be the Zombies, the Las Vegas game? It's also mm. last year, I think yeah no. because over here near me there's a big shopping center called westfield and it's the first place i've seen and you can go there and it's like it's been done up like a mini theme park sort of thing it's like a massive massive front um and you go in there and everyone gets a vr and a backpack and you actually go into the game with other vr people and you play that las vegas uh night of the dead or what's it called night of the dead no the one with the vegas <laughs> where they, they, they break in in vegas there's all zombies there
2: oh okay Is yeah
0: it, uh, oh the movie there the uh, recent one was, huh? yeah right, I th- yeah that. i
2: can't remember it now yeah i saw it i just can't remember the stupid and name. and that's
0: the theme of this vr and you go in there with like six of you as a team it's about 40 quid you put your vr on and you run around around you run around in a big warehouse and you're all together and you see each other in there and you're actually in the game um so i was thinking that's probably be the best vr thing well i just want to to in that's it
2: I want to commend Yodelicious. He said Lone Echo 2. That is one of the nominees. Um, the other is Hitman 3. I Expect You to Die too. Resident Evil 4. And this one surprised me. Sniper Elite VR. Now, I love Sniper Elite, but I've heard nothing but bad things about it, and yet it was nominated, so I don't, I don't understand Yeah, but
0: that. it might be, but they've got nominee, no, no, put 10 nominations in. And there's only five games come out. So they're just going for the five games.
1: Yeah, VR isn't really catching on yet. Trust I, me. I would have imagined,
4: yeah. I've
0: been, in, I've been behind um, a lot of gaming, um, how would I say it? No, events and shows and things like that before, yeah? And trust mm-hmm. me, you wouldn't believe how unorganized it is. It would probably be like one person and they're like, oh, we need to get 10 people in this category. What are we going to do? And they would be like, uh, i no. Just go on Steam a minute. We'll ask them 10 probably like that <laughs> like it's it's never done properly it's always done like quick fire you know
2: all right let's try a couple of others and see if you guys know what would you say would have been the best role-playing game
0: the best role-playing tales game of, is that new tales world.
2: being he got one tales of arise is one of them true uh, new world and, uh
1: nope. no that's that's mmo that's a different category oh, yeah, yeah yeah fair enough uh,
2: no best role-playing i'll give you I'll, uh, I can give you one clue with the game that I don't like. Final Fantasy? <laughs> no. Oh, it's going
1: to be Cyberpunk. That's a yep, good gonna... Cyberpunk is yeah. up there,
2: right? Best role playing. That has
1: RPG elements yeah. in it too. There's so... three
2: more. Uh some I've Maybe heard of, some the... I haven't.
1: Bio-Mutant uh, the Terminator game? Bio-Mutants and,
2: Biomutant and... Um, No, that's not on the list. Okay. Uh Monster Hunter Rise. Never played that one. Scarlet Nexus. Never and I I, and I don't even know if I can pronounce this one. Shin Megami Tensei. Shin, Ma- Shin
1: Megami Tensei.
2: Uh, yeah. Five. That's, uh,
1: I think that's only on, on uh, the, the Nintendo Switch.
2: Yeah, because some of these are mixed because it would be uh, PC or, you know, because they're all going on games in general, I guess. Um, How about Best Fighting Game? Want to take any guesses at that one?
0: Best Fighting Game. Uh, best Fighting Game. To be fair, we haven't been, we're not Fighting Game people. So. Then forget isn't that double, one. Sh- isn't Double Dragon <laughs> on
1: there then? This
2: uh, all right, hold on. Let me let me look.
0: Yeah, I like the way yeah, he says yeah, it, like he's go. got the answers. So he says, Let me look. No, no, look,
2: yeah? <laughs> uh, but Virtual Fighter, Virtua Fighter 5 is on there. Virtual Fighter is a good game, so that's isn't on there.
0: Double Dragon isn't on there. No, there. It says Capcom Oh, check yep. this
2: out Nickelodeon All Star Brawl is on oh, there. Oh man,
1: that game looks so <laughs> awesome!
2: <laughs> How about I Melty? Melty blood, type lumina. I don't know what that is.
0: Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, oh, on a minute. Great. What is your actual news?
2: That was it. I just went into the categories because they're, <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> I was just, I, was just thinking... I wanted to see what you guys. I wanted to see what you guys thought of some of these, but I, but, well, but there are so many off, categories. Just games and
0: going like.
2: No, no, Spider-Man. no, no. These are they're actual like, nominees.
0: Right.
2: These are all <laughs> nominees. There's there's a million of them, but there's nominees. We can go on to the next story, but I just thought that was a little fun.
0: I think it's always like that uh, with the nominations. Just trying to, they're trying to make it yeah. big. And you've got to realize with COVID as well, everything's everything's gone a bit shit, is not it? So it's it's like people are trying to bring things back. Like look at EGX, what happened? You See what happened to EGX? Yeah. Everyone pulled out, and the, the the show floor was empty. You get there, and there's just things spread out everywhere, and everyone was complaining. They paid all the money, and it was all spread out. You know. Um, I, um, I
2: wonder if your your shows are going to happen this time.
0: Well, that's what I was just about to say. I was going to say it in my um, news, but I uh, I forgot to say it. Um, So this weekend, and to anyone listening to the podcast back, you might be listening to it after the 20th of um, November. Um, But 20th of November, it's actually Twitch London. It's the first Twitch London show which has happened, like the get-together, since uh, 2019, I believe. Um, So it's been two years since anyone's been to a real show. Um, But what we're going to be doing, me, Jansen, as usual, we're going to be going um, to Vauxhall. And we'll be meeting up on the Temsys dock. It's a boat on, on the south bank of the river in Vauxhall. Um, anyone's welcome to meet us there. We'll be stopping and having a few beers till about five o'clock. Then we'll be going over to Twitch London. If you if you want to come to Twitch London, you have to have a free ticket. They're free to get hold of, but you have to go to Twitch London and you have to try and get one. Um, they're normally uh, sold out straight away, but they do do re-releases. Um, I do believe if you if you sign up to their Patreon, uh, you can still get tickets that way, but you're obviously paying for it. Um, through their patreon but if anyone wants to come check it out because it might be a way to get a ticket um everybody's welcome um me and jansen will be sitting in the pub having a few beers um we're having some food uh, and then we'll go there and then it'll be a party for the rest of the night till about two in the morning Um we'll make sure everybody gets home uh safely we'll stick together so you're all safe and that um but yeah twitch london's gonna be wicked um if you see us go live on saturday um it'll be on my phone and i'll go live from the pub just for a bit of fun um so people can chat to us and see what's going on look look from the 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 view from the boat out into all the the city and stuff like that um but yeah i just thought of that now so i thought i'd say it um and then the next thing that will be coming up after that will be insomnia which will probably be next easter uh so people can prepare for that as well um right carry on uh grace sorry to bring in there cool
2: no that's okay uh the next uh bit of news is just some games that are coming to game pass because uh, they always throw a couple out there that maybe were not in the list originally uh but one game i've been waiting to get there is evil genius 2 because i've been mm. wanting to play that game for such you know, a long time do you know i don't
0: understand about that they're going to bring evil well, genius 2 out on the xbox game pass yeah mm-hmm. but evil genius isn't on the xbox game pass
2: i don't know good question
0: well, why wouldn't they have the number one so you can play it first and then so you can see if you like it before you play number two probably
2: because they're they're going with the most modern that they feel like that attracts it's also people. probably
0: something about the rights and stuff so
2: could be yeah, yeah, yeah it's just it's been a, a while silly,
1: isn't it it is well, that, silly, and I agree with the though.
2: but yeah. So that one's coming out uh, towards the end of November. They're also putting in XO one which I never heard of, but it's an interplanetary exploration game. Uh, also, they're bringing a, a game called uh, Pedro. And I never heard of my friend Pedro, that's the name. I never heard of this, but...
0: never heard of
2: that game. No, but then again, somebody my was writing, Pedro. and they said that this is one of their favorite games, and they said it brings, a yeah. quote here, bringing goofy-ass antics yeah. and a talking banana to a game that brings back bullet time in an explosive fashion.
0: Yeah. If you not seen it, uh, nah. you can't really talk about this game until you play it. Um, yeah. if it's the game, cause I get that one and another one muddled up. Um, and basically it's like, you're a guy, it's like a platformer. Um, and you, you do all these funky gun movements. So you shoot all these like It's, it's really, it's hard to explain. And then there's another section where you're riding a motorbike and you're doing a load of crazy stuff there. And, um, it's, I'd class it more of an indie sort of game. It's a small game. um, but very fun. Uh, I remember Leo had loads of fun in that game, uh, shooting things and trying I'll to get different controls. And yeah. I think it's got because it's. I can't remember fully. I remember watching it. Uh, I think it's got like you know when you fight with the dual sticks and one allows you to look one way whilst you're going backwards and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like when I, I don't know if you ever played this, but do you remember? Um, oh, what was it called? There was a game from years and years ago, um, where you've got. It's a top down. It's, it was like an 8 bit graphics or something. I think it was like, oh, what was it called? I keep getting, you know, when you get on the edge of your tongue and then you can't think of what it's called. But one had a bow and arrow and there was like ghosts floating around and you'd shoot them in a bow and arrow. Um, Gauntlet. Do you remember Gauntlet?
1: Oh, yeah, but that's a really old game, the original yeah,
0: one. Or you're but, talking but about the new one. We but played that, that was one the one first years game the where podcast. you could move backwards while shooting where you wanted to go. Do you know what I mean? So you can use the left yeah, stick yeah, yeah. to move around and then you can shoot with your, your right stick any direction whilst you're moving in any direction. That, that's why I thought of that. But remember, I, I think like quite weird.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you do. But, um, cheers well, for that,
0: Bob, man. Those games will be, are actually
2: out now. The only ones that'll come later is uh, November 23rd will be Deer Simulator and Mortal Shell and Evil Genius 2 comes out November 30th. But the other games are out right now on game pass so
0: oh cool we will check them out what else you got gray
2: last piece of news i didn't even know this but apparently windows 11 is making the blue screen of death blue again i didn't even realize that windows 11 when you get a blue screen or what we call the bsod it's actually not blue it's black and apparently a lot of people can been complaining that why are you taking something that's part of pop culture now because everybody says blue screen of death bsod and so Microsoft has decided they are going to be turning around. And on the next patch, they are going to put back in the proper color for the BSOD. <laughs> I'm more
0: worried about my computer not breaking, yeah. not the more coloring when it breaks. But I get exactly. what you're saying.
2: So interesting. I mean, you know. And, but it and will be another, the, another will be coming.
0: Thing, just to be picky, blue screen of death, black screen of death. They're the same, it's got the same letters. That's true true
2: it's yeah. to but they're, they're people gotten riled up and said listen pop culture you got to stick with it got to turn it back to blue do, you do it, i do, do i it. turn
0: it into like a rainbow or something and we call it the unicorn screen of death <laughs> <laughs> just to mess multi-colors do you reckon someone <laughs> at microsoft was just like Look, come on let me have a bit of fun and they were like no we're not doing it he's like come on let me have a little bit of fun and they're like no and he's like i'm gonna make it black screen of death and then that's and it just if, just everyone kicks what, off because it's not blue like it's always been
2: what I would have done is use the blue background and then a blue font, so you can't read it at all.
0: <laughs> Do it in a blue background <laughs> with just one on that like that. You know when you get the the, um, the RGB colors in the codes, just one yeah. code, one digit out from the last one. So it's like, right. you know when you look at them pictures and someone says, look at it, and you can see a number or something, like to test your <laughs> eyes. And it's like, you're like, oh, I can see it, but I can't see it. Like one of them pictures, or- you know, where you have to look at it and you see something in it. In the, in the- oh, in the yeah, list. yeah.
2: I can never figure I, those things out, man. Oh, I
3: think man. I might know why they changed the color of it. And I think it's um, because of web accessibility laws. So there's actually color contrast laws that have come into place. Um, Wait a minute. Color contrast
2: years. laws? Is that, yep. Is that for uh, with eyes, though? Oh, so they have laws on how colors should be... Yes, because the yeah.
0: contrast on a screen messes your eyes up.
3: Oh, okay. No, okay. it's
0: for people with... um
3: there's a whole bunch of accessibility laws that have come into place in the, in the last few years. You've, you've, you've probably started to see it in, in games where they're amplifying accessibility features um, yeah. at the start of the game. Well, um, they did that with the
2: whole uh, the whole epilepsy thing, with the blinking. You're warning about that all the time. So I guess this yeah. is just more of it. Okay.
3: Yeah, so it's just another form of that, I, I believe, just to make sure that the text um, is contrasted with the background and people with visual um, challenges can still mm-hmm. read it.
0: So do you know what annoys? There you me, go. Do you know what annoys me is when you're installing Windows and it asks you like nothing important, but it asks you 20 irrelevant questions, and you just like, <laughs> just skip this bit and give me something important to, to click on. You no. should have like a quick install. It's just just install. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, really. Quick Scooby install. says uh, HP have uh, monitoring firmware in their integrated Lights Out product uh, that looks for blue screens on servers, and it stops working on a Windows 11. I can't get my words out today. It's all tongue twisted.
2: That's interesting.
0: Right. Um, Let's move on. Is there no other news? Uh,
2: Just a little bit. Um, This is kind of interesting. NVIDIA is coming out with, or came out with, an awesome new image comparison tool. But really what it is, is that they wanted something to compete with uh, uh, AMD's uh, FSR. So they decided to come out with a little program. What's AMD's FSR
0: first? AMD, like FX a, Super
2: uh, Resolution. Fidelity DLSS FX is just Super better. There we, go. there we go. It's like right. DLSS. There we go. But like I said, the DLS, yeah, DLS is better. But they wanted to come out with something that they could put into uh, uh, open source so that everybody could get it because they're following AMD since they did it too. So they decided to put out their own version of a tool that could be used, which apparently is a, is a cool tool. And they're opening up into open source for everybody to use it. So apparently it's iCat which is short for image comparison and analysis and it's supposed to be a simple little program that lets you view a stack of screenshots and recorded videos side by side so that you can line up the frames and see what look what it looks like from frame to frame and get a comparison of how well it's doing or how well it looks or how well it's it's supposed correct me If
1: I'm wrong here but isn't FSR purely for gaming and this has like nothing to do with gaming so it's probably not Uh, even well they they, i don't know they (laughs) said
2: it's now that but they also said that they have a little thing called spatial upscaler and that apparently it's in the nvidia software but nobody really knew about this or they never really went into to take a look Uh. so now they have a a separate program spatial upscaling technique and you can get it in the nvidia software and start playing around with that if you want to get into the real i guess nitty-gritties of stuff but you said you. They wanted you to know that even though you, ha- they have a spatial upscaler. Uh, it is not as good as, of course, the full, the full DLSS and everything else. It's just another tool that you can go in there and play with if you if you want to. Oh, there we go. So okay. I was more impressed with the fact that they actually released it to open source, and of course, again, following what AMD did. So now it just makes it look a little bit better that they're appealing to the public more and putting it out an open source. So any of you guys that want to go out and open source and take a look at this thing it's there check it out see what you can do with it that's pretty much it it.
4: (laughs) or you could just forget it or you could forget (laughs)
2: it and sack it and move on to the next thing
0: (laughs) 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 i'm for the sacking part (laughs) uh what news you got mate
3: i've got one little item uh this week um just more of an FYI, but um, Qualcomm, who make mobile snap dragon um, CPUs, are actually planning to play in the PC market. Mm. Um, and if we think about the the impact that maybe AMD have had on, you know, kicking Intel up the butt um, and making their products Hold on a minute. Competitive. Kicking,
0: they did uh, a couple of weeks back, but I think that's changed. Let's mm, not go let's into uh, I don't know about change, the... change completely, but yeah. Come <laughs> more on. competitive. Let's be honest. That's for sure.
2: Have here we go here butt. we go oh you, you saw scooby and how he, i'm sure he they just brought it. out a
0: cpu that's so super powerful it's so hot now because it's just gonna melt everything because it goes so fast that's right it's gonna melt everything including the pcu i love the, the way PC, you're saying that with your amd cpu
2: my, my amd's fine it doesn't run hot never has that's why your
0: mic just stopped breaking and never will don't work because your computer yeah it's probably <laughs> discord
2: running a bunch of intel chips that's what it is yeah
0: um Do you really think think that they... Because I don't know a lot about them, uh, especially in mobile um, areas. I don't follow anything mobile. I don't care about mobile. I don't even want my iPhone. The only reason I've got my iPhone is because it's got stuff on there from ages ago, which I feel like if I change, I'm going to lose it. Um, And I can't be bothered (laughs) to go through things to try and get it off it because I just can't be bothered with that. Um, But do you really feel that they have got the marbles to be able to fit in that bracket and fit in like you've you've got Intel, you've got AMD, obviously they're gonna be underneath that as well. I think yeah, they I were mean... going
1: for the mid range, no? I read a very small article. Even about in it, the mid but... range
0: section, like that's uh, that's filled out with AMD right now. Um and true, the prices yeah. to what to the to be fair, uh, on AMD's side, the prices for what you get um is very good. Um do you think these people will be able to fit in there and keep up and naturally is it something that will happen and then just fade away or do you reckon it's something that could actually have uh, an effect because a third party between two parties that are already at battle um someone else could come in and put all the focus onto them if you know i mean if you did the marketing right you could actually step into that space and while these two are battling out you can just find the gaps and fit in there you know and take take that for yourself
3: yeah well There's a lot of the reason why these guys are coming in is they've acquired a ARM processor startup, um, I think, in the US West Coast. Um, And there's a lot of disruption right now, right? With these ARM processors, Apple making their own, they're kind of shoving them in laptops. Mm. Um, So, you know, competitiveness is good for all um chips and intel and amd so i think it's good for the consumer but the problem with arm processor right is a lot of the software and games that we play aren't built on that architecture right so um they've got to get buy in from the software companies to actually uh, develop um and code their programs yeah. for that platform so who knows you yeah,
0: that that's that's even that's a valid point and that's that makes it even harder for them to do that because you know what you, if you're the one that's developing the software what are you going to do you've got three options there for the, the main one obviously you can do all of them but you know you're not going to pick these people uh and be with them mainly because you're going to feel like you're not going to get to the wide market
3: exactly so i just want see, to you know, Yeah,
1: you know, i think they should go for the entry level because there's a gap there still
0: mm, but is it if you're going to go and do something though do you want to step in at the bottom you want to make a mark. You want to make a a scene. You True. want to, you want people to be talking about it. You don't want to be but like, I'm like you just at said. You need to bottom. pick
1: your you need to pick your battle, right? So you can't compete with the top end. I mean, that's probably way too far off at the moment. The mid range is already crowded. I think. Well,
2: would it be a, would it be a mid range? Because a uh, Mystic Dude was saying that uh, he read that the Snapdragon's is at an i5 level. Yeah. So see? if it's at an i5 yeah, level, those are the
1: ones they're going to bring out uh, for the consumer grade.
3: I mean, that's what it sounds like. So I mean, that's already by, B, by the way. But, uh, yeah. the thing well, to remember is, is we're we're sat on a a, a podcast for PCs, right? So yeah, We all have high-end gaming rigs. Um, there's a huge mass market that use laptops for kind of general productivity. And they right? don't
0: even care what's in it; they just want the yeah. laptop to do True. what they need. That software, Robux.
3: that software, um, yeah. is already starting to be built on Apple's um ARM processor framework. So. I think there's definitely an opportunity and any competitiveness is um, good for the market in general, right? True, should
2: be, but does this mean since Qualcomm is big in uh, cell phones that we're going to see a lot of mobile games into the PC market? that could be terrible you don't have to play them gray <laughs> yeah but it's just i can just imagine though the mobile versions of all these games the that they put gray,
1: your prayers have been answered because windows 11 is getting the android store anytime soon apparently
0: uh, Do you know what the worst the worst game that i think could ever have come out on mobile and it might have been fun but it was the, simply the worst for what it caused uh was when pokemon came out which used the map and your location because pokemon that Go. was Go, some yeah. crazy times I remember driving uh, to the park, and there's a group of the men. The is huge. Group of 40, 50-year-olds, all fighting in the bushes to try and get one from in the bushes. Like, <laughs> in front of my car. And I'm thinking, what's yeah. all I've come to? There was groups of people running around, weren't there, but a text sent out. There's one in the park. Everybody runs over there to try and get it. That was crazy. Yeah. The game yeah. is still really big, though. There was though. people dying. Yes, there was a small village over here that was crowded. Because they're looking the at their mobile phone like this, and they've fallen off.
3: It was like that uh, Black Mirror episode where people are just like locked on their phone and they're not really like engaging with one another, but they're in yeah. public like looking at their phone. Yeah. So like that.
0: Do you know what? I see so many people when I was in London and I used to do driving in London, I would see so many people per day that I would nearly run over because they're walking down the street and they're on their phone like this and they're just walking at busy roads. They don't look and they just walk straight across and you're like, beep, and I'm like, Ugh. And they look at you then to say, Why are you bibbing me for while I'm in the road? And you think you're walking across a road with a mobile phone in your face. Some of them with iPads. You know? The the next one, this has nothing to do with computers, but it's something just really bugs me. <laughs> is the day <laughs> of the selfie. When that came, oh that needed to get wiped straight away. Because the worst thing now is when I'm and TikTok, I'm walking down the street and there'll be like a, a girl. She'll probably be 30. She'll be on her own and she'll be standing like at a bus stop or something with her phone on the wall there on the seat and she'll be going doing this with her hands trying to do a little tiktok thing i i just don't get it i just i'd have yeah, to if I mouse, i'd open my now. window and i'd be like loser <laughs> yep,
2: everybody people are saying they were old in chat i don't think so <laughs> i'm old i'm old and grumpy
4: yeah. you sound there, like there old a, men the... guys we are old we men. i'm
0: 40 yeah. look i've got gray in the beard man i've got him in my beard
3: <laughs> speak for yourselves guys i have no gray hair just yet i all not them. i don't, know, don't them, care you know. what you look. saying
0: i'm going raving on saturday they're all rubber snappers <laughs> i'm
1: turning older on saturday so i'm staying home 50 <laughs> what <Dude. laughs> for- 44 is enough okay
0: so... 44 yeah youngster uh mystic dude <laughs> says so to sum it up nick was in the bushes in the park uh with their mobile phones out was this late at night and it involved role play? Do you know what? If it was that, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if it was that. Someone was getting a bit of a kinky thing going down. It was like that. Fine. But man, when there's like... And it wasn't even kids. There was adults. There was a lot of adults, man. There was like 40-year-old men running around looking for these Pokemon.
2: And they're not even there. They're only Get there on their phone. Get off on the it,
0: you dick. I like, <laughs> bam.
4: <laughs>
2: I just want a Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I get it.
0: <laughs> How'd you get Pikachu on a bus? Pokemon. I, I don't. <laughs> uh, next. Man. Great. Next. Move on. Right, let's move on. No, this no, is getting, no this there's is no more stories.
2: I wish there was, but there is no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it's Jammer just comes in and says, what? is in your beard? Oh, man. Right, let's move on. Um, right, let's get into the games. Now, I'm going to be honest. We've got a choice here. There's a fork in the road. We can either talk about Elite Dangerous because that's what I've been playing back-to-back every single day. Or we can skip Elite Dangerous and talk about what games they've been playing. I'll tell you what, we'll talk firstly um, about Claxon's uh, game because uh, he's been playing a game. And then you lot can let me know if you want to hear about Elite Dangerous or not. Right, Claxon, go for it. So,
3: yeah, so uh, Halo multiplayer got dropped a week early on the, t- I think, maybe 20th anniversary of xbox um i was a big halo 2 and 3 player many years ago um so i was really excited to get in there yeah um so i played a couple of hours um on the theme of feeling old um that's exactly how i was made to feel um (laughs) i've been avoiding um like uh shooter games uh fps games uh for a while now like the whole why? Fortnite, um, just because I'm really slow and I feel like I get in there and I'm just destroyed. And that's exactly what happened in Halo for me. Like, I was all excited. Um, I logged in, I was playing you multiplayer. Look like you're getting depressed Captain and you're Flag. about to cry about this. <laughs> no, you're kidding. Oh, what no, it, it, you know what? it was pretty <laughs> traumatic. I was like, all the hype and I was excited. It got released early and I got in and I was just like being owned very quickly and i was like maybe they need to handicap this for all the you know 35 plus year olds that um like me used to play it and think they're really good
0: do you not feel a bit with halo and i don't like i might annoy people here i'm not gonna be be honest careful i'm gonna i'm gonna say it i i've played most of the halos and it was so long ago that i can't even remember most of them now yeah that's how long ago it was and i remember playing them all the time but do you not feel that that game is just a bit it's a bit gone you mean old yeah because they like they kept bringing it back <laughs> and then they'd done the re the reversions of it and then but it's the same thing all the time you know and i just feel like that that kind of game that game is just something that should be left behind at this point did you enjoy it enough to think well amazing game
3: i mean halo like it's one of the it's like a franchise right it's not just a game Um, there's been television series it was something I grew up with so Mm. I think there's definitely like a segment of people probably my age that are older that were super hyped and you know the the recent you know Halo 5 and Halo Wars has been a bit of a flop so I I I definitely think there's
0: a market for it though it's a dying type of game I don't think there is a market for it anymore like when you used to play Halo um, from what I remember it would be like you'd be on one team or another and you'd be fighting, it'd be multiplayer and stuff like that, yeah? Yeah. Like, you can't mix that kind of game. Now, if I gave you, say you've never played Halo before, yeah? You never played it, say, because you're playing it mainly because of the nostalgic feeling you get from playing it. You wanted to feel like when you got it on your Xbox and you was like, oh, I'm going to play this game, it's going to be wicked with my (laughs) mates round. And you put it on and you was just deflated because it's probably not as good as it used to be remembered, yeah? It's like going back and playing um, Command & Conquer. You loved the game at the time, but you play it now and you think, "Wow, there's a bit nothing much in this." Even though it's a good game, it's the nostalgic side of it that you, that you like about it. And I think, oh yeah, for sure. But I think with Halo, now if I, you'd never played it before, and I gave you Halo to play for an hour, and then I gave you um, uh, Call of Duty Warzone to play for an hour, yeah, you would be like, "Man, what is this Halo crap?" That might upset crap. people, but that's how I feel about it.
2: I wouldn't like either one of them because they're PvP and I don't like PvP. Is that so it wouldn't no matter to me. That's because
0: you're another generation above us. You're even slower.
2: No, that's I nothing to do with that. I never the game liked that game you years won. ago. Yeah, but they've they've done PvP for many years, and I never liked it from the beginning. Really? Yeah, just don't. I don't. Just, I don't get. I don't like it. It just all nothing right, so too exciting. So what about for Elite me.
0: Dangerous? In when you do the um, Elite for playing multiplayer, where it's just literally fighting, dog fighting. Would you play that?
2: You you're, you're yeah, doing but... P- it's PvE. What is not that PvP?
0: I thought it was PvP fighting when you do that.
2: No, it's PvE. Every every pirate you kill is a P. is a, is an AI. Well,
0: in you're the not Q, shooting other underplay- whatever it is.
2: No, there, it there's a certain- Oh no, CQT is the is the PvP part of the game. That's what I just but said. I I- right, but I don't play that part of the game. I don't care about oh, that part god. of the game. Oh my god.
0: I just literally said to you, <laughs> on Elite dangerous when you come to do the elite in the the pvp section and you went it's not pvp
2: okay i didn't hear that i thought you said i didn't know you said so yeah so going back (laughs) are you okay (laughs) so he was backing it up when you come to
0: play in the pvp section of that to do your final elite which you're going to do at some point how will you feel about playing pvp in your battle in elite when it's something you're comfortable playing
2: i'm not going to do a pvp elite like ever Really? And I don't care. And I don't care about making a lead. Write that and down, Nick.
0: I'm writing that down. Just record I'm it. I'm it. I don't.
2: I don't care about this. This. UQC. I've already got a challenge on anyway. Like my it. challenge,
0: because Gray's been playing Elite Dangerous now for like six months to eight months. I've been playing it for two months. Fourteen hundred hours. Uh, to be fair, yes. Gray knows everything. He's got the videos for everything. But I'm making it my own job to get two elites before he gets two. <laughs>
2: I could have gotten two Elites a long time ago, but I just didn't. <laughs> I, just, I was too busy playing other stuff. That's, what, that's what's so cool about the game. You know as well as I do, you, you can get diverted into so many other things about the, in that game that you, you, just, you just forget about some yeah. other things but you want to do. My
0: original point was, what I was saying is, the conversation we're having, it's irrelevant to you because you don't like that style of game. That's why I was saying, if right. you play PvP on Elite Dangerous, would you enjoy it more because it's something that you like doing? Um, but if you, do, if you just don't like PvP full stop, Then that's fair enough but what my point was is if you gave me a game like warzone or fortnite i would enjoy that so much more than the game like halo if they brought out halo Mm. and they brought it out as a new version like an open world like warzone um then i probably would like it a bit more but it's just i think it's just the times have gone i think the times have gone for modern warfare where you're all on a small a small map you know look at battlefield just come out people are going mad about battlefield it's much bigger map
2: yeah, bigger maps are where it's at. When you can go open world and everything, it's so much better. Yeah. I mean, if they took a game like like Far Cry and, uh, and several other games I like like that and played it and all of a sudden say, hey, we're shrinking the map, I'd be going like, nah, later.
0: Underwhelming Panda says he still likes um, uh, Titanfall. I never really liked Titanfall either. I-, I think that whole genre of game, like on that close, small map, I don't feel like that's the world's expanded. We've moved on. Do you feel like that or not? not sure,
1: because, uh, and, like, uh, it's still one of the biggest games in the world, right?
3: So, I'm really distracted by nods comment. Oh, no, just I gotta just, try the after, just Gotta back. try the After 8 cookies from Domino's in the UK, <laughs> if you haven't already. Absolutely sensational.
0: <laughs> yes. That's not off topic, is it? <laughs> I think he's trying to say what we're talking about is boring. Let's change the subject. Yeah.
2: I think it makes a point. I like it. But anyway, go ahead.
4: I to your do. earlier
2: point,
3: though, Nick, um, there have been some early reviews coming out for the Halo story mode, and uh, there have been some uh, critiques that the story does isn't actually going to make much sense for new players, and it kind of really speaks to those that used to play the game. So that will be yeah. interesting.
0: Because I, I think another another aspect to look at, what you do have to look at as well when you think gaming, the now the, the world thinks gaming is for a, a young generation. And we're probably the first generation. I know a few people from Grey's generation. I could tell you a handful of people that I know that are over 60. Um, and I know probably about 10 people that are over 60. And they've been gaming ever since the beginning. And if anything, they've got more yep. experience in gaming than we have. Because we was, like, we was on the edge when we grew up. you know. Um, and I think what companies are starting to realize now is, is if you look at the market as a whole, anyone that's over, say, 30 or 40, have got enough money to buy whatever they want. So if they bring out a game that's nostalgic to us, um, we will go out and just be like, buy that. You know? But if you bring a game yep. out that's like on Fortnite, they have to go to their parents, even though that does happen a lot. But it's, it's a given for us to just go and buy it. So I think that's why they follow these storylines on because they want to market us into it. Because nowadays, uh, like I remember playing a game and you wouldn't tell people outside. Like if, around my area where I grew up, if I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm into building computers, I'd, they'd probably try to fight me. They'd have thought I was a right knob. Do you know what I mean? Because that's how it used to be. You'd be a geek. You'd have to... And the thing I think is funny is nowadays everyone wants to be a geek. You watch films now, it's like, oh, let's get with a geek. <laughs> but I'm thinking, why Why was it ever against that in the first place, you know? like I agree. So the world's moved on. And now I think companies are looking at, at it's not, oh, kid, like my, I remember when I, I met my missus, she'd be like, what are you playing games for? You're a kid. Grow up. Grow up. Get rid of your computer and go and do some bloody work. And people would say that to me, like my parents would be like, look, you need to stop playing games and go and sort your life out. Do you know what I mean? But nowadays, it's not like that. You've got kids now where they'll go to school and they'll be like, I want to be a YouTuber. And the teacher can't turn (laughs) around and go, no, don't be so stupid, because they can sort it out at a young age and do it for themselves, you know? And if you've got that, that, if you've got that go behind you and that drive, you know, you can just do it yourself, you know? So uh, I, think there's a, there's, I think that's why there's a lot of kids
2: doing YouTube right now. There's a lot of 10, 11, 12 year olds all doing YouTube yeah. now Well on Twitch I the mean they might not get anywhere, but that doesn't matter.
0: yeah, to them. but on Twitch you've got to be 13 and that's why you don't get kids on there you're not allowed to, have, you're not allowed to go on stream unless you're over 13. That's yeah, why well, Leo do you remember uh, he used to stream and he'd be called a mm-hmm. pro hand, and I didn't ha- I, I would voice change his um, voice so that he was basically sounded like an adult, deep voice, and the camera would be on his hand. Because he plays the game a very unique way. I've never seen anyone uh, do WSAD like him. He uses his thumb for all the keys, and he's still well good at games. And um, so he used to stream like that because otherwise you just get kicked off, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think there's a, a, a they're they're putting these games out for our market now. I love the way the wild, chats then. turned into talking about cookies and Ferrero Roches uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. It I says know, a lot but... about the podcast at the moment, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So we should be
2: what we should be doing is eating cookies while we're talking. Well I then mean, we'd we would be like we wouldn't be able to talk
0: with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so you playing Halo, what did you think about it?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm loving it. It's like you said, it's I'm I'm getting that kind of it's scratching that itch, that nostalgia. How many hours have you done? Um I've only done, I played it with a friend on Tuesday night, like we only did a couple of hours, so I'm not going to give you like a review or anything, but it definitely hit the spot, um, it it performs really well, um, yeah, loving it so far, I'm kind of intrigued about what's next with the story mode,
0: yeah, see, so a thumbs up from me. I don't think I'd even, that's not even a game I'd pick up if it was going for free, I'd probably it is <laughs> free. skip it. It is it. going for free. Games going for free. Is it free to play? <laughs> Yeah. Game, game Pass, the yeah. Multiplayer, oh, multiplayer, multiplayer, right?
1: multiplayer yeah.
3: is
4: free to play, yeah. Oh, well, there you
3: go. You better play. Uh, <laughs> try it now. The General
1: consensus is that people are actually liking it, apparently. So,
3: yeah, it's gone down well.
4: Hmm.
1: Right.
0: Well, we
3: waited a long time for it.
0: Has anybody That's else true. played anything?
2: Uh, uh the one saved. that you mentioned before in Far Cry Six.
0: <laughs> actually, it really? just came out with a DLC.
2: With it, I can, I can say something. I'm the I have host, not played so it I yet. have
0: to play the games, but these three ain't. But Klaxon's played the games. These two useless. Well, wait, wait! I'm far. To Christ be honest, to... I did play play Gink a little bit, but that's an older game, so. You played a bit of Kink? What's that? No. Plague yeah. yeah. Ink. The one where oh. you need to create a virus <laughs> and eradicate the world. So. Next time he comes <laughs> on, he'd be wearing all his leather gear with a mouth gag and that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, wow. so, sorry, I'll, I'll stop being rude. Go on, carry on. That was it. That was it. He's got scared, <laughs> he just made a my weird virus... rumble. It was like he
1: made uh, it My worse, virus eradicated the world, and that's it in that game. So, Okay, so
2: Far Cry 6, they just released a DLC with the villain from Far Cry 3.
4: Voss. Which really? Is
2: Voss. Yep, it's called Voss Insanity. I haven't played it. It just, it just appeared in the game. It downloaded and everything, but I have not tried it yet. Oh, see, they're, cla- something... they're claiming that it's nothing like uh, Far Cry has ever done before, so. Oh. I will try. I will play it, and I'll let you know next week. But do, we'll see think what that's that, about. do you
0: think they've done that to pull people in to buy it? Because oh, of, everyone, course, of course, everyone thinks did. Far Cry Three was their fa- favorite Far Cry.
2: Well, here's what they're doing though: the second DLC is going to be all with the villain from Far Cry Four, and then the third DLC is going to be the villain from Far Cry Five.
0: All oh, right. So, so
2: this is going to be interesting to see how they're they're doing this, or how they're getting into the game.
0: Do you be honest. Do you feel like they've done that because they're They've got a bit of criticism, didn't they? I'm sure I read where people are saying they're just doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, they say that all the time. reskinning and, and... everything. Do you think they're doing this to try and do something different for once? Bring back all the old bosses and do something different?
2: No, I think they're bringing it back for a nostalgia twist. Cheers, and it, I, I, I guess it's working because people do remember the old game. So it's just like we talked about before about the nostalgia thing. So you're going to come back and see what they're you're, they're doing with their favorite villains in the past games, um, to the to the point about it being the same. It depends. I mean, I think Hans and I talked this about this one time. Uh, I don't care if it's the same thing as long as I it's. <laughs> I know you do, but I, I all I care about is more of what I like. So more if they the put same. in more of what I like and I have a good but time it, with it, then I don't mind.
0: It's funny you're saying that because uh, in the comments we're getting people saying, um, it's always rinse and repeat, gets boring quick. It is. And I've got to it be is. honest I, with I... you, Far Cry 3, um, that was one of my best open world games, but that was when open world was starting up. It was a new thing. Right. then, And right. I loved creeping around and firing my bow and arrow and taking everyone out silently and stuff. And then the next one came out and I was like, oh, this is good. By the time Far Cry 5 came out, everybody was saying it was amazing, but I just felt like I hadn't got the time or energy to really get into it. I remember everyone saying it was amazing, and I would start playing it, and I was like, it feels like I'm starting the last one again, but with a different skin on it. And even though Jansen was saying to me, the guns are amazing, the way way you can do this in the game, the way you can drive around and do this and do that and kit up your, your trucks and stuff like that. I played it, and I really wanted to like get stuck into that game, but I felt like I, felt like I was sort of like, I was forcing, do you, you ever get this? You feel like you're forcing yourself to play it, to try and get into it and then it doesn't it just doesn't give you what you want.
1: Yeah, you know? that's what I got with Far Cry 6. I was bored after like 5 hours like I'm, this is not for me. And, and I and I understand yeah. I
2: understand completely your both your viewpoints. So for me it's more of what I want, so I don't mind. And yeah. I'm having a really good time with the game and I'm loving it, so, you know. I mean, they say the same thing about Assassin's Creed of the last 3 games which are all gigantic open worlds. Which of the three do you like the best? I like the first one, though. Origins, the best. Doesn't mean I don't like the other two. I like them very much, but Origins was the first. Again, was, like you were saying, Nick, of the giant open world yeah. type games, and it was, and so that will always be my favorite. But I still love the other ones.
0: But I feel with I with with Assassin's Creed, uh, you know, Valhalla that came out. Right now, yeah. I feel that game they put, they made it so long and it was really really amazing game but i feel like they made it so long that they they made you play it for so much time that you got bored of it now if i reckon if they they cut that game into a quarter of the length of it was i think we would have played it to the end and we'd have gone away thinking i can't wait for a dlc for that i'm going to definitely get it because i want more but they left it so long that we all got we got burnt out on it you know and it was the same yeah. rinse and repeat again and i i feel like I would always have good memories of that game. It was wicked to stream. Like people were made you used to come in every game, didn't you? You'd make me jump off the tallest buildings and break my back and stuff. And then I'd have to try <laughs> not it to was die. Fun. And you'd be like making me do these silly fights and stuff. It was a really funny game to stream. But it got to the point where it just it was just too much. Um that's, it was prob- too that's long. probably
2: why I still like Origins the best, because they didn't do so much of that and you could put maybe uh eighty, ninety hours into the game and, and really be happy. Then when they came out with the uh Odyssey, the Odyssey. next one, then it was twice as long with twice as many missions and DLC on top of that that there was no way I, c- I completed the game. I did a lot of it. I did 150 hours, but yeah. I didn't finish the game. Um, now in Valhalla, they tripled it. It's yeah. still going. There's still DLC they're releasing. It's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, but you, you feel just, like yeah. you
0: don't want to get it because you feel like you're just going to get back into that, oh, my God, there's going to be so much to do. Well, some of it they gave and, for free. Don't get me wrong, doing a lot's a good thing, but it's like, sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. It's a bit like, like I've seen people before, yeah? And I will say, look, why don't you try playing Fallout 76? And they'll go turn around to me and be like, I ain't got time to, I don't want to start that because I know it's going to be a time sink and I can't be bothered to get into it. You know, it's like, like that one yeah, particular like a game negative, you like, are telling play. me how good a game is and you're telling me you don't want to play it because it's going to be too good, because it's going to be too long, because there's too much to do in it. Um, and I felt that with Wasteland remember Wasteland 3 and Wasteland 2 did any of you play that remember on stream I played Wasteland and everybody followed me around another game that got so big um, that it sort of it sort of faded out the the like passion for the game faded out you know Um, but anyway let me catch up with some in the chat because lots of people have been chatting and we've we've, because we've been talking about it we haven't said nothing Uh, I just want to say Trubshaw he says great podcast guys and he just subbed so thank you dude um and then also scooby69 cheers for that sub as well man i appreciate that dude um and everyone make sure you give scooby69 a follow quickly because he'll be going live uh probably again next week or tomorrow i don't know uh, you can put it in the chat um building that pc that he's finishing for the elite i've already said everything about the uh pc um scoob so you probably get a few people contact you anyway um right moving down the list um bossman jc says um I thought the DLC uh you was playing as the bad guys.
2: Oh, that's the new one I just mentioned in uh in the Far Cry 6. I don't I don't know. I haven't played it so I can I can't answer that. Oh really? So maybe that's what maybe that's what it but is. But maybe that's
0: what they're doing different. You play as the bad guy and then you got like right. people in cages and beat them with sticks. Um Scooby cheers for them bits mate. I Appreciate that. Um uh he says 5 was one of the uh first games Shell and I played a ton together. Yeah, cuz I remember Shell she she was one of the people that used to make, make you know when someone talks to you about a game um and then you makes you want to play that game that was that was shell for me because she used to go oh yeah and the one thing i always talk about was i loved it how if you've got um rgb keyboard it turned into american flag did you know that oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't yeah, see that did. yeah so when you load the game up your whole keyboard turns into the american flag it's pretty cool um <laughs> which i've never seen that much in games and you don't really see that it's like a fad it went through you don't really see that much anymore where your keyboard matches the game um but that's a cool thing uh, as well but um yeah right what's next then is that it, it, it. it. <laughs> I you're
4: quiet like you're, reading, oh, you're a while. reading the
2: chat so i thought you were gonna read uh, more yeah well um well mystic mystic dude says do you think yeah. the two biggest releases recently far cry 6 and new world have been have all been a bit meh yeah well we can kind of, we kind of talked about far cry 6 but what about new world a lot of people playing that in our discord
0: um i'll be honest from the trends that i've been seeing especially in the discord as well is there was a massive hype to get new world everyone thought it was going to be the biggest new mmo um and i think a lot of people tried to get their hardest into it but i don't feel from what i've seen of other people that it's it's got the initial game to get in like you're training and you're learning for a massive chunk of the time and everyone in our discord is trying to get to like level 60 to do all the um dungeons and stuff um but I feel like from what I've been hearing from people, because I've been playing Elite so much, I haven't gone back into New World yet because um, I had an issue with my computer, and so uh, all of my game saves disappeared. But Ooh. if I was if I was to get back into it, um, I've been seeing them. Them people have been playing, and they've been talking about getting up to that level and doing the stuff. But I feel like that the overall look at it is at the end of doing up to level sixty. Uh, there's not much to go further with and people are waiting for the game to have more stuff added and to be changed uh to go further um what's your view on if any of you three played it yeah no nah, no nah, um, i was going to how, 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 how high did you get on levels though
3: i got to about 24 i
0: think you've gone very me. quiet Claxon. oh sorry is that better yeah that's it yes
3: um yeah one of the challenges i'm finding we've kind of talked about this throughout the podcast today but um Lots of uh, game companies are going in this direction where they're creating open world games, right? Um, because there's a that you, you can kind of um, release content, yeah, and monetize um, within a game structure like that. And you I think keep it going, yeah. The problem is, is because they're all creating these open world games. Uh, you know, we don't have the time to play all of them, right? And when you play in an right. open world game, you like there is a big investment in the character you're building and their you know weapons and their builds. So I think for me, one of the things I'm struggling with is I just don't have the time, and I feel like in new world exactly it's what I so easy said. <laughs> it's it's so easy to get behind so yeah. quickly and feel a bit like, if I don't put another fifty hours into this i'm I'm like, I can't catch up. So for me, it's a beautiful game. Um, I think it's good timing with everyone leaving world of warcraft with the crazy stuff happening at blizzard, but you've also got final final fantasy around the corner, I think in a week's time, or maybe that's already out. So that will be a big test for that game. I think.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like I, I feel a little bit like it's everybody's left us behind and for us to catch up is going to be a massive time sink to do that. But I feel like it's like everybody's already got to that first hurdle and we're still running behind, and I feel like I can look at them from behind and see what they're doing and feel like it doesn't look that exciting, so do I want to catch up? Do you know what I mean? Well, the MMO is
3: always a grind, right? Like, they're all... They're all
0: but the, the uh, gameplay now, I really well, like it. Well, they're all it, designed like that. I feel like it's... I feel like there's not a lot going on. Like, for me, in that game, um, and it, this might sound a little bit pathetic, but... I like the idea of that game because it reminded me a bit of Fable at the beginning when they was talking about it. You can buy your houses and you can do stuff and you can team up and you can go and do this together and you can fight together. When I saw the houses, I wanted to be able to go in there and customize all my house and build it up and stuff like that. And I don't think that's how it really went when I played it. I didn't get that customization feel. I just got more of an arcadey sort of run through and whirlwind fight feel, you know? And I also felt a little bit like, if you weren't playing with friends, it weren't that fun. Yeah,
1: yeah. That makes sense. yeah, it's true. It's an MMO for for a reason. So, well, let yeah. me throw let me but throw I've something no else friends. at, at uh, Let me throw <laughs> something, at you guys.
2: In, in, in talking about MMOs, I want to get your opinions. It seems like maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree, but it seems like everything is going towards an MMO MMO style. Of game online, for instance, they already announced Assassin's Creed is going live service. Uh, other Ugh. games are talking about going live service. It almost seems like
4: yes, it's the in, way in the very
2: near future, the games are going to be nothing but MMOs, and there they won't be any yeah, and except this, for the indies. There won't be any games that are self-contained. But there will still
0: be anymore. indies. But you've got to realize when you get a company that's massive, you don't need to bring out uh, a game title number one, and then a year later a game title number two. You don't need to do that anymore because there's no, there's no um, limitation on space anymore. That's why I used to have a, a game come out and then a new game come out because you can have servers. Like, like, look at World of Tanks. World of Tanks has been going for years now and every few years, all they do is they update their game with new stuff and then what they do is they update the graphics package. So every, every couple of years, you go, oh, there's a new, new graphics package out. You upload it and you get brand new graphics but you're still playing the game you love. So your yeah. game doesn't get old. It just evolves. And for me, I think that's a much better idea. Like, Look at us in Elite. Look at the time sink we've put into that. Look how many hours we've done. We've done so True. many hours. Now, for that to finish and to uh, say that we're going to bring out Elite Dangerous 2, we're all going to be like, oh, man, but all of our stuff's on that one. So they don't do that. Yeah. Oh, right.
2: It's it's not built to do that. I, no. I get it. And but then again, there's, there's so still room for... It's not that I don't want that. I th- I just think in some instances, not maybe with everybody or every gaming company. I think it 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 stifles originality uh, to the point where it's just like, well, we'll just put out a little new stuff and they'll just they'll just keep paying us and we're good. Really? Um,
0: well, no, I don't mind that. I really don't mind that. I would happily rather. Do you know what? Even though I think Call of Duty is out of order, putting a game out once a year for seventy pounds, like I think that's a bit harsh. But the Warzone idea I like because. You don't have to buy the game and pay £70. You can play it for free and you can play Warzone, you know. But I do really love the idea that every time they release a game, that bits of that game get released into Warzone. The map gets updates like Fortnite, Warzone, all them sort of games. I, I think they're so much better. Like, look at Fortnite. You get the end of a season happen and then there's all this massive hype around it. What's going to happen? Nobody knows. Oh, it's a meteorite coming down. No one knows what happened. My son's jumped on. Even I came in. I don't even like Fortnite. I came in because he's like, look, we don't know what's going to happen. So I came running in as well at the last minute and watched. And all we've done is watched this like sequence happen on screen. And it was like, that's it. Boom. And then it's just waiting. And then do you remember there was like a black hole or was a meteorite or yeah. something? I can't remember what it sure. was. And it was just on screen for like two days. And everybody, it was the highest um, video on the whole of Twitch. just a, Just a circle, you know. And the marketing <laughs> team done an amazing job because it pulled everybody back in. Everybody wants my point. They're like, take my money, you know, (laughs) and look at me. All three of my kids, I will buy them what they want. I'm not
2: not saying there's not enjoyment and people love, you know, there's a, there's a group out there. There's an audience for it. I get it. But for me, that just made my point. Let's put up a black hole for two days. Yeah, that's original. But I mean, it's just,
0: it's just not.
2: I don't know, but the I just whole feel thing that about
0: these games Gray, is to pull money out of your pockets. you've got to realize oh, that obviously,
2: first. obviously, I get yeah. it. I understand and that you
0: can't knock fortnite that marketing guy there he would have got pay rise um, but what I'm saying is is why why would you want to keep switching to new games when well i I'll, g- I'll give, give you an example and, 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 I, and one game
2: not everybody may have the same opinion, but I'll give you an example uh would you rather would I'd rather have seen? A a a uh, another game like Star uh, like Skyrim come out, or would you want to waste 12 years on ESO? My answer would be, I would rather have seen a new Skyrim game yeah, two years they, later they, than 12 the years wasted on that. ESO.
0: No, that's yeah, not real. Me com- and
1: great. We're single player gamers, right? So of course we're going to choose that game. But no, but I understand next point. So.
0: that's not a fair comment. But yeah, but the thing but, is, but wait, the wait, wait, thing wait, it's is, you can fair have fair comment both. because you're saying you're purposely putting a game that got bad vibes because of the way they brought out their marketing they they brought it out so it was a subscription every month and i think it was like 30 quid or something 10 quid a month i
2: I did it for a year
0: yeah and the game wasn't fully it had lots of issues um and then you're talking about skyrim which was a game that came out that everybody absolutely loves and it's still still out today because of all the mods i don't think you can use them as a comparison
2: no but i'm trying to i'm making a more of a radical point with that one but my point is is that why can't you have your your op, your, op, your MMO, let's say, and still put out a good single-player game every, I don't know, two or three years? Because I think that's Instead more of, annoying. I don't, because you you could do so much with a single player. You, you're going to see like, only that's Indies like, doing it. it in it. terms,
0: Elite Dangerous terms, because it's easier to try and explain it. That's like saying, we're playing Elite Dangerous that every couple of months they bring out a new patch with new stuff. And we're all in there. And we put all of our time into it. But then they release a side game, Elite Fighting, and then you go and buy that game as well to play. Why would you want to play that game somewhere else? Okay, well, I'll give you an tied ex- into I, the same world.
2: No, wait, I'll give you another example. Let's say they took uh, uh, some of the rich lore that's in elite. That's, that's really great. And you would love to know more about the backstory and some of the stuff, but it doesn't it just, so just doesn't really exist. And they bring out a game that specifically covers the, some of the lore that is never really covered that in the, in the main game. It would be great. Why like, for like instance, so let's what, let's have forty
0: a... quid to see the lore, and you, they would get no, no. Let's see hanged, the lore, man. see the see People the lore come like, alive. Oh, playing this game over here, no. why should I pay another forty I, quid to know the lore? I would
2: love, I would love to see a whole thing on what what's happened view, with Jameson Platton, when, when, when he
3: crashed. Him? Um, I'm actually going to share Scooby's because I think he's got a really good point in the chat, and that's the advantage of an MMO makes way more money for the developers through the subscriptions over a lot of years, uh whereas a triple A title takes years of development for three months worth of yeah. sales. So oh, at and, the no, day- I, I'm,
2: and I'm not arguing that point. I get it. If I was running a business, I, I would understand that totally. But at the same time, there's room to be able to put out a, a single player game occasionally. And the way you would do it was is like I said with Elite. You go after the lore that you know you're never going to do anything with in the MMO. But people would, were, are always wondering about yeah, So you do a whole thing on, on, on Jameson and what happened to him. What's yeah, his whole that story? Is my,
0: that's, that's what you're saying there is something that, and, and this is what I was asking you to, that would really piss me off. If I'm putting thousands of hours into the game, yeah, and I'm loving it, and then they bring out a side game that I have to pay more money for, if it was connected to that, fine. But if they bring out a totally separate thing and they're like, oh, if you want to get into the law of Elite Dangerous, blah, 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 go and play this game, I would be one of the people gunning for them, going, I've done all of this for this game. I keep putting money into this game every week for you, and you've gone and done You expect me to pay for that. Would you Would you not be like that?
2: No, I wouldn't. I would play the game because it's separate. It's not the same. It's connected, but I not think the that's same just game. a
1: bad move. Well, they did something uh, not that long ago with Skyrim. Uh, you got the enhanced edition, and now you have to pay 20 extra to get the anniversary edition, which
4: right.
1: is basically... Yeah. It looks a little better and a few moths. So it's, yeah. yeah. But what
0: did you think? I understand
2: that Nick's like...
1: point. Think... But that's
2: different. I'm talking about original material that you would make that would complement the MMO, but 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 go off on its own doing a little thing about the backstory that you never knew.
0: <laughs> watching Nick and Grey argue is like watching Sub-Zero <laughs> and Scorpion. <laughs> Get over here. We love it. <laughs> Um, for me, I just think if you're going to go with a game and you're going to pull people in and you're going to want people to pay re- repeat money on that game, you need to keep everything in that game. Uh, I don't think putting spin-offs here and there, that's just going to annoy people. I think that's a silly idea. And I don't think it'd pull much more money. And I think you'd have half the people might buy it and half the people would be like, they pissed me off. I'm not buying it now. I'm not paying money to the game because they expect me to do that. That's what they did with Call of Duty. And that's what pisses me off. And the fair play is, call of duty do do that and people do buy it because it's an amazing game but it's based on an amazing game anything below that game and they would people would get yumped with it they wouldn't put up with it they wouldn't put up with paying that kind of money on the side for something else that's like the game they're playing well one thing uh, uh,
2: panda made a good point he goes why would they have to do that as a single player game when they can when they can add an episode to the live service that pre-exists and and put it into the game already I'm definitely for that. The problem is that they don't do that. No, that's bloody field has
0: just summed it up perfectly for me. Would you prefer if Odyssey was a separate game?
2: No, not the way. Not the exactly way. Exactly
0: my point. Thank you, bloody field, for that. But that's not the same thing. Yes, I'm not is. talking You're about that. No. For something that's aye, a new aye, version. Aye.
2: <laughs> what I would like to see is just like Panda was saying, but they'll never do it. And that they, if they want to keep it in the MMO, cool, make an episode. That does cover the backstory of what happened with Jamison and that you can play. That'd be cool, but they'll never do that.
0: That happened with... Um,
2: Most of the MMOs would never do that. That's that the problem. That happened
0: with UFO Enemy Unknown. They brought out a side story, but a backstory, first-person shooter, not one person played it, and it flopped, and it was the worst game ever.
2: Right, but, that, but that's and that's an example of how it doesn't work. I'm not mm-hmm. saying Trev's that like it, things wouldn't work or would work, anyway.
0: Um, right, Commander yeah. McCraw, um, he says, honestly... Uh, the way I see MMOs, like ESO especially, it opens up the doors for bringing content from previous standalone titles into the open world MMO game for everyone to enjoy. For example, there were so many people that uh, loved Morrowind and at some point loved Oblivion uh, and those that loved Skyrim. Uh, the way ESO has brought them in uh, piece by piece, each different region to the open world of ESO, was brilliant and caters for those who loved the things from each title. Now that, I can understand that and that's what I mean. You're feeling mm. like you're getting rewarded with what you're paying each month by getting the things you love. That's totally opposite of of what we're saying, where someone loves something, so you make them pay for something else to to be able to be involved with that. Because if you brought out a second game or a second part for the law, and it was a new game about the law for the game you love, you'd feel like you've been a bit done over. You'd be like, "Well, I'm I'm paying you monthly money here. I'm paying you for these skins. I'm paying you for these ships. I'm paying you for the spikes on my ship, and now." you're going to make me pay for another game. It would be the opposite of that.
2: Then what they need to do is put more effort, some of the MMOs, but more effort into doing these side episodes where you can learn about the stuff that you wish you knew.
0: Yeah. Just using
2: Jameson as an example. Well,
0: getting back to the original point, this is the base of it. Right, everybody, I'm going to get everybody in chat. There's quite a few people in chat. Everyone in chat put in, would you rather see, press number one, if you would rather see um the game you love just keep getting updated and you pay month by month like when they bring dlcs out and stuff like that but it's all in one game all in one place or press two if you would prefer to have it where they bring out these side games that have nothing to do with it just to be able to get the lore or to get uh, a side spin of the game or the back history um one or two put it in and we'll see what people say um but while we do that um
2: I, i'm confused which one was one and which one was two? Oh
0: my god <laughs> <laughs> I mean one
3: one successful story I found is um Blizzard and World of Warcraft, they introduced the Hearthstone card game um that could be played on PC and mobile that complemented the, the lore and story of Warcraft. Yep. Um uh, and I played both of those games and Hearthstone was one of those games where like you, you
0: had to just pay one for the game. Yeah, but play.
4: wasn't
1: Hearthstone free to get? Yeah,
0: free to play, eh? Yeah. But free I, to play I just thought you pay for example. cards if you want
3: yeah, yeah but i really enjoyed that and that was a bit of a spin-off um where i got to know, i got to know the the you know the warcraft world even even more
4: yeah
0: but that's fair enough because it's free to play so you went and checked it out But if they was like pay 40 quid yeah. you'd be like I'm not playing that. i'll just pay for the game right everyone that's in the chat everybody's putting one and that's exactly what i'm saying is that there's like there's no twos there at all gray it's basically like If you're tied into a game that you love and the games nowadays are just, they grow and grow and grow and grow, I would much rather just wait for the new part of that game and pay an extra 20 quid to play further in the same world rather than just get a whole new game and start fresh. Like you have had some games, you've had some games like, um, what's the space game you play? I can't remember the name of it. It's a space open world. Elite? No, not Elite. Um, Star Citizen? Like Mass Effect, (laughs) what they did is they brought it out where you play number one, but then your character save when you play number two, switches over to character two and then you continue and then you play number three and then your character will switch again. So you play for the whole story, but you buy the game. But I think that's down to size because that was when games were on CDs. Right, exactly. uh, Otherwise, that could be a continuation as well. But like, like I'm saying, in Elite or Fortnite or Warzone, it's so much better, I feel, when you feel like you're doing something, you feel like you've got a goal, you continue that goal as you're playing. And then by the time you've done that goal, there's another thing coming out. So like in Elite now, I'm waiting for the next update so I can be like, what are they going to bring in next? And even you, great, you can't knock it. You're saying oh, no. to everybody... No, but you're saying to everybody, I can't wait for Elite in the next update because they're going to bring in interiors inside my fleet carrier. It's going to be amazing. So yep. you're tied in as well to that. Well, I
2: never said I wasn't. No, but I'm just I'm saying. saying...
0: But I'm just trying to explain it from that to paying for it. You know? Then,
2: then I'm all, then I'm all for. Well, we don't know what's going to happen. But if I if I if it was me, I would create these episodes to explore some of the back lore because there's such there's such rich back backstories to this elite universe that I would yeah. love to know it. And yet it just sits there; it doesn't really develop. it. Would, I I get it. But, but it would can, be nice to be able to develop it you can some of the it. the
0: black stories, and you can. Yeah, but all. you can't.
2: You you're not. You don't know the real history live in front of your face that happened to James, and I'm keep using him as an example. So I would love to see a side episode where you would actually be able to go and experience some of what he went through, like for real. Mm. That would be cool.
4: Yeah. But
0: But, I um, don't think
2: that's ever going to happen. But uh, Like
0: Scooby just said, uh, the Elder Scrolls 6 um, will be a solo game that will take a lot of money. The reason why Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be a solo game is because they didn't really, not many people liked the multiplayer game. Um, And we see that in a few other games as well, like Fallout where they do a multiplayer and the game just does not feel how it used to feel they, you don't get that in-depth vibe when you're playing with other people and i'll be honest when i played elder scrolls i loved it i was so sucked into the game when i played eso i felt like i was running around following my friends because everybody it was just it just turned into a like a raid all the time and i was just literally following people all the time um and i'll be honest if fallout went back to a single player i'd prefer that but then again i'd much prefer fallout World where the map keeps expanding into different areas as it goes forward rather than keep buying fallout one fallout two fallout four fallout 76 do you know what i mean um and i also one thing i also don't like is the way you pay for this i wouldn't mind paying for a dlc and then playing it but i don't like all the let's buy token tokens tokens and like buy oh this bit and that bit and this bit like i don't mind elite dangerous where we're buying skins for our ships because that's on us. We can do it if we want. But if you go to like Elite Dangerous, um, not Elite Dangerous uh, Fallout 76, you, you've you got all these different things to try and pull money out of you. I'd rather just pay for the game to be updated True. like a new game. You know? Let me just play yeah. it when I want to, how I want to. That's my rant I get over it. anyway.
4: That's
2: yeah. We, we've beaten that subject to the death, but that's good. I love it.
0: <laughs> Underwhelming Panda says, uh, isn't this boiling down to do you want a game where you play a character or do you want a game that you a character that that your character plays i don't know i've fried my brain now (laughs) i know (laughs) it's really better that (laughs) uh commander mccross says uh well to be honest i think it's all a matter uh, of what is trending right now in the world of video games right now mmos are the rage um we all want to be working on something with friends uh we're in a time where we're not only are we restricted on our social gatherings due to pandemics as humans are social creatures. And so we crave the ability to be able to uh, enjoy games with other people. So game designers are capitalizing on that craving. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I do feel, I do feel what you're saying. Um, But I also feel there is a little market there for people. Sometimes I like to switch the computer off and just play on my own in the dark with no one around and just get like into the game and no one talk to me. Do you know, do any of you do that?
2: i do that with far cry like every yeah. night the last few uh, weeks a
0: lot of streamers uh if you look at a lot of big streamers you'll see um on their discords and stuff you'll see that they'll be playing a game that you've never seen them play on stream and what it is they all keep their little game that's their special game and when they get off at streaming because like, sometimes streaming does make you feel like if you do it all the time you feel like you're working all the time even though it is sort of work but you feel like you're pressured to d- to put it out and what happens is a lot of people like to just switch off shut down and then just play a game on their own with no one there like me to be fair when I get off elite, I like to put it on on my own. When I'm when I'm off late at night and no one's around, I turn oh, my missus goes to bed. I turn all the lights off, and I'll sit there and I won't get on chat and I'll just be doing the boring stuff in game, like and just winding down, you know, just chilling out. D- do you do that?
2: You just play Scribblyo and things like that. Scribbly <laughs> <Not only> kidding. <laughs> Scribblyo. You don't want to know what happens when we get Scribblyo out.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
2: well, I think you made a good point. Like I I like to play Far Cry myself at night because I really enjoy the game. It's not a multiplayer game that I would want to do with other people. It's, mm. It is what it is. I want to be the guy that's doing the stuff and I can do that. And that's why, that's why I'm hoping that doesn't disappear. But I think what's going to happen is as the big companies go MMO, the Indies will fill the gap and then they'll be putting in uh, yeah. uh, the games that we, you know, uh, the single player type games, which, which would be great because the, the Indies often do some interesting things. So that might actually work out good in the long run.
0: Yeah. Um, who knows uh trobsor says the beauty in elite is that you can earn in-game money by playing to uh pay for the skins which is true that i think that's a really nice feature yeah Um, it is i wish i could earn more if you played a game for a week (laughs) you get 400 points um in-game to spend points uh, called arcs points um and i think it's about 10 quid for like twelve thousand arc points um so that's yeah, probably what the... what, four quid. and we've
2: all spent real money on it
0: <laughs> so you earn four quid in, in real money um but the thing is yeah we've all spent real mu- real money because we all feel like we're getting our money's worth so we don't mind yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes Not you bad. feel like you yeah. want to throw money at a game because you you want to thank them for giving you such a good game well, i do that i don't know if anyone else does
2: yeah I, I I rarely ever spend any money on cosmetics period i just don't but for this game i've actually spent probably about 20 25 bucks already yeah just because i I wanted that skin i wanted the paint job i wanted the color i wanted the you know whatever
1: yeah purely cosmetics as long as it's not pay to win it doesn't really matter Yeah, but i do feel like as
0: well in a game like that you see each other's ships and you do look at them and go oh that looks well good so it's almost like we could wait to get it for free but we're all going to pay for it because we want it now and because they've given Mm. us that option we're happy to do it if they turn around and said you have to pay for it um there's no option to get it and we wouldn't buy them because no one would have them because no one bought, took the first step. But because by the bought, way, okay, we do that
2: occasionally in the game. I don't know how often they do this, but every once in a while, instead of four hundred arcs points a week, they up it to six and eight for like a short time period, and then they drop back to four again. So that's nice too. Yeah, you can you can even earn even more. But you're right. There's not a lot of companies that let you earn it as you play. Most don't. They they wouldn't even think about that. Yeah. So that's pretty cool.
0: Right. I think we've, time- we've, we've had enough arguing. Um, <laughs> we've ranted <laughs> at each other enough. hope everybody's enjoyed it. We've still got a few people watching, so you must have enjoyed our ranting. Um, or you was just waiting and holding on for great It was very again. instructive.
2: <laughs> Everybody likes a good rant.
0: <laughs> right. Let's uh, move on. I just want to talk quickly about the community stuff that's going on. Obviously, I've already said that this Saturday we'll be going to Twitch London. Um, if you see my stream go live and you get an email about it, um, we'll probably be on the river pissed um it might be a funny stream there'll be a few of us there drunk being silly um so check that out um it might only be we might only be live for 15 minutes or whatever or it might be live for a little while i don't know sometimes we don't even go live we'll just see how it goes if one of you remind me by texting me on discord saying look go live We want to see where you are then i'll probably go live um, wait i you know how many times i have said that and you still don't do it yeah that's because last time i was pissed before you done it and then i, I just <laughs> didn't even look at my phone um <laughs> but yeah do it on this time um i'll be getting down there for around two o'clock uh uk time so um obviously because i'm in the uk but <laughs> obviously <laughs> um, oh, shit. apart from that uh we've yeah. still got our benchmark scoreboard going in the magazine and we've still got the magazine so anyone that wants to Read our free magazine. The link's there. You can just go to ExtremePCUK.co.uk. All of our links are there. Our Discord's there. You can get into the Scooby um, build there and win that as well. Um, Right, our next um, social night uh, is going to be on Saturday, the 4th of December, 7 p.m. That last one was pretty funny. Uh, You can come down. You just get in our Discord, get your camera on. You don't have to have your camera if you don't want. Just jump in there. We'll all be having a laugh. Last time we did do Scribble and it got really funny. We put the bot for music on in there and we was all like putting in random tunes. It was quite funny watching that. Um, so make sure you're around on the 4th of December, which is a Saturday. Uh, apart from that, we're going to move into the questions. Now, we've only got one question for today's podcast. Uh, so if anyone's got any questions, doesn't it can be about PC components. It can be about just us a lot. It can be about any games. If you've got a question you'd like us to talk about, put it in the chat right now uh, and we'll get to it after this question um and the first question of the day is uh from panda uh which is underwhelming panda in a chat and he says uh what is the game that made you realize yep this is my hobby now this is what i want to spend my free time on go to gray first
2: well we've already been talking about it <laughs> i mean for the present, it's elite but uh that's, you know, that's not mean... an
1: answer gray go back to the beginning of your gaming career so <laughs> back to my
2: game what pong Pong. i'm gonna play pong for the rest of my life pong. <laughs> i'm gonna make no, I mean, my game, career big, big games are like that i mean you, you you know i i can't i'm trying to think what the first i guess i'd have to go back to like doom that made a big impression that was like oh this is what i want to do i mean i'm playing this game forever
0: i know i've got so a I, way i've got a way of working this out what does everybody in the chat because everybody in the chat knows gray and everyone knows him on a pretty decent level what game do you feel like is Gray's go-to game, which is his hobby game? Because it is now or now, before? Before that, there's been other ones. I would say that it was Division 2.
2: Yeah, that'd be the one right after this. Right after Elite, sure. Because I did 600 hours. Because the amount
0: one. of times I had to tell that bastard at the beginning of the podcast, do not talk about <laughs> that game again. Otherwise, I'm going to delete it from humanity.
2: <laughs> and now we talk about Elite. Even fair Hans play. Even got
0: to the point where he'd be like, Gray, just delete Division 2 off of there now. Scooby yeah. put cyber.
2: Scooby put cyberpunk. cyberpunk. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: nah.
2: Don't think so. Uh, oh you
0: promised God. to finish cyberpunk. Remember? You should yeah, still do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I
2: didn't say how long I would take.
0: I think yours is division <laughs> two. And I remember when division yeah. two came out, and you would be hassling me to get into it every day. Nick, get into it, you'd love it. There's so many collectibles. You'll love it. you love still, it. I think he would have liked it if I you did get into it. it I played it for quite a briefly. Long time. I set up the. Um, I was the one that set up the group.
2: Oh well, wait, that group lasted two years. So that yeah, that group lasted good.
0: two years. Here Everyone I played that game every weekend for two years. There was like fifteen, twenty people in there, um, and I think yep. the whole thing went south when they brought out some like unicorn guns or something. I remember um, <laughs> what was it? I remember Mystic Dude getting the about it and saying, "Hey, ruin this game. It's unbalanced."
2: Well, that, that besides that, it was just I think a matter of, of time, and the game finally got, I guess a little, you know, a little older, wearing on everybody. Supposedly, they're coming out with some new update that they claim is going to revitalize the whole thing. I don't know. Really? I guess yeah, they did, and it's not out yet, but I don't think. But I'll it tell will you what, be, though, so.
0: that game was a good game. That did give you that. That gave it's you that a gave game. You the couch co-op feeling with your friends. You felt yeah. like when you was playing that game, it was like, yeah, come on, quick! There's there's a big guy coming. I can't remember the names of him. He's like he's a legendary or whatever, and you'd be like, "Quick, get over here! Someone reload! Someone get on the the gun up there!" Yeah. And I remember that was that was a pretty fun game.
2: It was the same same as the feeling we have in Elite. Everybody got together, everybody played together, everybody had a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely.
0: I do I do feel Elite is. I've been looking for a game like this for a very long time. A game that just grows and grows and grows, and there's so much to do that you can just. I feel like. I could just play that game, and it's I'm never going to finish it. I'll always have something to do, and I and I can't wait to see what the devs do next. Um, and the well, fact at a, at week,
2: 100 at 190 hours in only what a week, you yeah.
1: don't get burnt out. <laughs> Again, people go back a few months to the podcast and listen to that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the yeah. thing is, I never had a go at Elite. I just said that I'm currently playing Star Citizen, and Star Citizen is amazing, which it is, but it's nowhere near the depth. I did say I remember saying. One's a scene, mm. one's a puddle, one's got depth, and one's got no depth. <laughs> I remember that, but I was blinkered, just like how Grace blinkered about um, about uh, Star Citizen at the moment. And there's a free fly coming up. We could try it out. No, It's <laughs> because Grace struggled to, to st- install I, it. He didn't know how to no, install the not, game.
2: No, no, that's not, that is one thing. That's true. For me, it's simply because I I can't I cannot deal with two time sync games. I got the one and I'm good, and I'm happy with it. If I try to get into a second time sync game, then I won't have time to play either one. Yeah,
0: I, I do feel a little bit now, playing Star Citizen, the graphics, and the um, being immersed like that is amazing. Now, don't get me wrong, it's it's well good. But I do feel with what Elite Dangerous has done with the, the whole faction, and the whole group, and the teaming, and the way we all work together on it, I think it's going to be hard to them. If they recreate that in Star Citizen, it's going to take them a very long time. I reckon it will be another five years.
2: Yeah. I, I think what it is, is is Star Citizen is a game of moments, whereas Elite is, is, a, is a long-term thing.
0: But it's, you can't it's, say it's, that because you haven't played it.
2: No, I'm just saying, but because <laughs> everybody jumps in on an update and then yeah. they're off and they jump in on the next yeah, update and then they're off.
0: You're playing the game as it's being built. It's not like Elite came out and it was out. This, this is it. being built, so it's a bit different. What are we but... gonna
2: do when What are we gonna do when
0: Starfield comes out and a couple of these other major big ones? Do you know what I, I mean... don't? mind Starfield the... single player? Yeah, and I don't feel it... that Starfield is. I think it's going to be more of a, a fun game to play. I don't think it's going to be uh, Elite Dangerous is a simulator. It's realistic to everything. It's realistic to the stars yeah. where they are. It's realistic to how you fly. I, I think Starfield's going to be uh, Fallout Four in space.
4: Hmm.
0: You know, it's going to be Could like be. Outer Worlds.
2: It, it's it's the age of the space game man with ever was with ever, it everquest or eve also and she's just there's a bunch out there that people really go mad game, mad about was like
0: a massive following eve like if you played it still eve, is yeah, yeah, it's yeah. still not a big following it takes five years to get from the lowest ship to the biggest ship in eve you have to really training courses now. no man's sky oh man no man's sky god
2: See now, I liked *No Man's Sky* for the f- eight hours I played, but I, but I'm but it, the same thing. I went, oh boy, this is gonna be a time sink. Yeah, but I played *No Man's
0: Sky* for about fifty hours or something stupid. I don't know. You can check it on Steam how long I played. Yeah, you did it in the beginning, yeah, but it yeah, was I completely Yeah, I played in the department. beginning and I didn't, I didn't mind it because I was focused on getting different spaceships, so I had a goal to do, and I just wanted to do that. Um, obviously people were trying to get to the center of the galaxy. Um, I wasn't that fast. I really don't like the idea they brought out this base building. I feel like what they've done is. Uh, they needed to go that direction. They needed to go forward. And then what they realized is they came to a brick wall and they like, what can we do now? Everyone's crying about this. So they was like, oh no, let's put base building and make them feel like they do something else. So then they put base building over here, which is totally irrelevant to anything in that game. The base building doesn't give you anything when I played it.
2: Right now, the, well uh, even, even Panda mentioned to it, now the game is like really good. I really did like it, but I just... It's just too much right now. I can't do another Mm. time sync. It was good in VR. It was great. I was having lots of fun with it when I played. Really fun
0: in VR. It's
2: different. Um, It's definitely different.
0: But yeah, Um, if we're not going to get any more questions, we're going to come to the end of the podcast. If someone has got something to put in, put it in now um, so we can uh, have a chat. Otherwise, is there anything else uh, you guys would like to say?
2: I'm saving it for the next podcast. (laughs) <laughs>
0: the only thing is, I,
3: I'd say, I, like answering Panda's <laughs> question myself, um, mine was definitely World of Warcraft. Like when I downloaded that game years ago, and I'm probably going to say something that might get me kicked off this podcast um, <laughs> next. Oh, no. I, I actually had a Mac at university because I what? studied graphic design, exactly. and there, there wasn't <laughs> many games for Mac like 15 years ago. There still isn't. So I went to... I, I it, it was when I lived in the UK, but it was like Game, I think the store was. Yep. If that's still around. Yep. And I was like trying to find a game in there that played on Mac, and obviously nothing did other than World of Warcraft Vanilla. And I remember True. taking that, that game home and just being like, what the hell? Like I didn't really understand the concepts of MMO at the time yeah. and this open world and going to get quests. And that game absolutely... Uh, you know, blew my mind. I was like, I was Fallout
0: uh, um, Free.
3: Like that experience. Like I was on that until 4 a.m. in the morning, and I like go
0: to bed early. Well, I got Similar Fallout Free because it came with uh, an Xbox at the time, and I didn't have a clue what it was, and I just looked at the box, and I was sort of like, mm, that looks like a decent game. I'll get that with it. And I remember sitting down and playing it, and I remember getting onto it, and it's like where you walk out out of the shelter into the open world. And I was like, yeah. this is crazy. Like, literally, I can see a building right over there. I can walk over to it and walk in it. And I'm walking in, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, man, this is crazy. There's a building over there. I've got to walk in there, and look around. And like, picking up things in random buildings and taking them and selling them and buying and making stuff. Uh, I love that feeling. And that's that's where I first took off with the open world stuff. I loved it. it I felt it was felt all like it was new world back from then.
2: World. Yeah. It was totally new back then. They started out as a single camp uh, player, right? Uh, well,. If I remember right, before they went into MMO, it didn't always start no, out. No, well, MMO. the Warcraft
1: was a, was an RTS game before.
2: Right. Yeah. And that's when I played it. And when it went MMO, I stopped. Yeah. But I remember playing the Yeah. I,
0: game. I, I Why remember, did you stop? Right? Uh, they brought out a side game that you could pay for, which told you the lore and everything.
2: I didn't. To be I didn't, honest, I I didn't like the MMO so. style. <laughs> I, just, I didn't. I really wasn't in MMOs at that time, so I kind of you know just drifted away. But but the but the single players were great.
1: I remember the first days of World of Warcraft was absolute hell to play. The Blizzard totally wasn't ready for uh, for so many players. They had like servers with, I think, 200-300 people was the cap, and millions of players wanted to log on at the same time. It yeah. was insane the first few weeks. <laughs> they went from, I think, 15 <laughs> servers to over 100 in a few weeks.
3: And even then, you still had waiting times. Mm. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys didn't give me a harder time for having a Mac. I we was just ignored get...
0: you. We we just pretend yeah, we why? didn't hear we that. Look at you and see you're one of them type of guys. We know you've we'll got a somewhere now, there. You got a little laptop bag as well next to you, haven't you? Come on, where's your laptop we, bag? We, we just ignored the I word Mac. Kind of, of you know... he's got. A, I bet he's got a printer behind him. <laughs> That's
3: a graphics <laughs> tablet. Do you know what I brought this week? Actually, if you want to talk a bit of tech, I brought the Elite Series Two controller. Oh. Um uh, I my. Um, Xbox controller was um, disconnecting from my PC all the time and it got really irritating and I heard really good reviews so I've been playing with that the last few days. How much was um,
0: it? 70 quid?
3: No, I don't want to discuss it openly. So The it was, Elite controller you... is...
0: Yeah, is way is it? more. Don't you think that's a joke? That's why I use this one though. So I use this and I use it wired. I've just got my Xbox One and I love Works. it. I wouldn't change it. And I have it wired when I'm playing with it. Because I hate it when it keeps disconnecting. But how how much did you pay for it? I paid, I think I paid 50 quid for that. I paid about $200. What? Wow, freaking small. I got the black ones. So. Is it the one that's got the extra paddle Holy flaps smokes. underneath?
3: Yeah. And you can change the tension of each part of the controller, which is really, really nice.
0: Yeah. See, so I've never uh, been into all that. You give me extra buttons. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I am seriously, I'm very simple when it comes to controllers and stuff. It's like that's gotta be set. Um that's why I don't use a hotis at all. You know, like you lot love it for the space games, like wee, I've got all these oh, Yeah, yeah. I just think I'm... if I had to go in and change them settings on that every time, I would break something. So I won't I won't get one for that that reason. Even Elite Dangerous, the reason why I never played it before is because I couldn't be bothered to change the settings. And yeah, because like, you're
1: left-handed. Yeah, so and it was just true. up yeah. down
0: left, right, and all these buttons and, and Gray used to say to me. Nick, just come in once. I will get on and we'll spend the day going through all your controls. Do you remember that, Gray? Oh, yeah, sure. And I was like, nope, I've had enough. And then one day he came on and he showed me it all and I played it for the day and then I stopped. And you were like, man, look, you just messed it up this once. We can make it work. It's like, we can make it work, Nick. We can make it work. And I was like, nah, I'm done. I'm done with that control. I don't even want to look at that page. I'm deleting it.
2: <laughs> and then he came back and all I look was at you good now. With the world. No, the <laughs>
0: only reason I came back, and this is the very only reason, is what happened was I put it on in VR, so I got used to all the controls. I didn't realize they were the same. It was just the head look on VR. On the controller, you, you press the right stick, and then you can look around with the left stick. But in VR, you just look with your head, and the windows pop up. And then when I realized the controls were the same, I'd already learned the controls without knowing, and then I could play it because I'd learned the controls already, and I just didn't have the head look. And then I was like, yeah. man,
2: cool. And if you would listened to me, he would never have had that problem.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> Overwhelmingly with controls
1: oh there you go see i was just about to say it i asked gray for help also just gray i want to know two things and i ended up with four pages of spreadsheets
0: and no <laughs> no no, <laughs> no oh my god who thinks um, we would we, we keep bullying gray i'm the worst but gray does get me back every now and then see his mic didn't, I, I really, didn't really mute himself earlier on he yeah class just classes sticks up. up for me and sort
2: of all the other people i've trained <laughs> i'll tell exactly. you
0: what i owe him one I will tell you what, though, I will. I'm being deadly serious. Gray does a lot in the community. Gray, cheers, dude. You do do a lot. You do everything in the community. Um, he's always Thanks. he's always got all of our backs with spreadsheets, videos. As much as we take <laughs> the piss out of him, if he stopped doing it, we'd all get the ump. You okay, know, so how many times have you gone gray? Have you got a video on this. <laughs> so you
4: lose either way, Gray. He's what I thought, was, what I thought was
2: what I thought was really funny is once and one time only. Even Nick came to me and said, do you have something on this?
0: (laughs) I don't remember what it was, but I was like, whoa, you're
2: asking me? I
0: thought that was funny. It was great. (laughs) But yeah, guess what, people? That brings us to the end of this podcast. Um, Oh, no. It's gone a bit ropey today. It went a bit funny. Um, (laughs) I did change all of the cameras now. I hope everybody prefers it like this. Um, I love
2: it like this. I think it's great. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I I
0: feel like you, you get to see more of us like this now. It seems that's more, just... more in-depth and personal. <laughs> like,
2: that just sounds funny. we see more of us now. <laughs>
0: I love the way Scooby's just put his his final, final message in. So I'm going to read this out. It's good that you've done that, Scooby, because then I can read it out in your words. And he says, do you love the game Elite? If so, do you want the chance to win an Elite-themed sleeper build gaming PC that's housed inside the very same computer that was used to create the original Elite game back in the 80s? If so, pop over to Extreme PC uk's Discord server and comment in the Scooby Room and you could win. And there's the Discord. And if you're ding listening ding. on the podcast back, all you gotta do is jump on our Discord, go to extreme and there'll be a big Discord button, click it and bang, you're there. Um and then all you gotta do is go in the Scooby Room. Um Scooby, will you be streaming uh the rest of the build or not? And if you are, what day will you be doing it, and how can people see you? Let me know quickly in the chat, and I can then read it out before we go. Um, is there anything else you lot would like to say?
2: A little song and dance while he's doing that. I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we do our dancing off camera when the when the music's on.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think many people will ever see it. So um, <laughs> he said yes. Most likely, he'll be live streaming on Saturday. If you are, Scoob, let me know, because I'm going to switch mine. My... I'm not going to stream, but we're going to be out at the pub and stuff, um, and it will just be a piss about stream. Um, so if we are live, we will probably won't do it as much. Um, or we might well, let me know, Scooby, own, Scooby, and
2: I'll, I'll push it, because I can't go to the pub. I'm over here in Florida. Yeah, so
0: you can push it out for you. Um, but apart <laughs> from that, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Stick around for the raid. Um, what I'm going to be doing recently, because I'm playing a lot of Elite on stream, um, and I'm doing it in all the days where I'm free, so... If you see me go live, it's normally around eleven o'clock in the morning until about four. Some days I think we've streamed like super amounts. Um everybody's welcome to get in my game in Elite. What we do is even if you're not on voice, just come on uh onto the Discord uh, onto the um Twitch stream. Just say, look, I'm up for playing, I'll friend you on there, you can come in, you don't have to talk, you don't have to get on the Discord if you don't want. And we've been it's been really mad. We actually today had eight people in two teams fighting in one zone. It was absolutely crazy. There's oh. people firing lasers everywhere. Um, and it was really really fun to do um so keep an eye out for that and you're all more than welcome to get into that um i need to i great, i need to talk to you as well about getting my stream points i need to do stream points in elite and we need to work out something that that we can do for the points um okay so we'll talk about that but yeah if you stay now and stick for the raid you'll get 500 channel points which you can use in my stream whenever you want to make me do city things so stick around i'm gonna raid somebody now and uh, yeah cheers cheers for coming in cheers for all the subs cheers for all the follows cheers for all the bits i really really do appreciate it um because it really helps out uh, with everything and i'll see you all in the next one cheers people cheers guys bye bye i don't want to set the world on fire i just want to start a in your heart